I mean, if you're just free all the time, how come you're not just playing like Counter Strike all the time? Then, <laughs> uh, I do. Well, I am playing games, just not Counter Strike. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, CS gets pretty like intense. Yeah. And like honestly, I would say like I'm not very naturally good at CS. Oh yeah, it's a tough yeah. game. Yeah, I'm like I would like for video games, I would describe myself as like a jack of all trades. I could play a little bit of everything. Like I'm decent mm-hmm. at everything. But you know, I'm not dropping like four bomb, forty bombs left and right. CS is a game that takes a lot of brain focus, for sure. For sure. Having played it for like a million years myself. But anyways, welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast. Uh, it's a podcast where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. A podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. And you might ask who are our guests, and our guests are friends, friends of friends, friends of friends of friends. And today. We have one of those friends of friends of friends, actually, because I this is probably the first time I would say on the podcast that this is somebody who's going to be on who I actually don't know at all. Like I've I've played a couple of games of Counter-Strike with him, but I don't know. Like I, I had to learn his last name just before this podcast. So <laughs> uh, welcome, Eddie Nguyen, or as some Vietnamese people who might listen, Eddie Nguyen, or some white people who might listen, Eddie Nguyen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How you doing, Eddie? Good. Good. Uh, you know, just typical uh, Tuesday in quarantine. How about you? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I I try not to think too much about what I would be doing if I weren't in quarantine. Because right. there's definitely benefits to quarantine, right? Like I've I've enjoyed working from home. I've enjoyed saving a lot of money, and I've enjoyed a lot of different parts of quarantine. But there are parts of quarantine that I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, it's summertime. I probably would have went on vacation. I probably would have went to like a cabin or something or, you know, I would have got some friends together and like just hung out. And I mean, it's not that I'm not hanging out with friends, but it is like much more of a process to think through. Like, you know, you got to have your mask, you got to be at a place that makes sense. You got to have some ventilation and so on and so forth just to be safe. And it's, right. it's just such a process. It, it's a weird time for everyone. I really really agree um i think like everyone's super anxious too i don't know if you get that vibe when you go out now oh yeah for sure i'm i'm listening to this audiobook this audiobook is called uh talking to strangers and it's a really interesting concept because i thought it was going to be about talking to strangers as just like how to walk up to a stranger and talk to them or whatever because i was curious about that facet about like how people kind of like go through that process and it's not something that i'm necessarily uncomfortable with but i do wanted to know i did want to know more about it but right. it's actually about just like the concept of communication between multiple layers. So what's interesting about that is that people will talk and then there's different coded language. Like if you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're a woman, if you're a man, so on and so forth. Or if you're Spanish, like there's so many layers of communication and like based on where you're from, like what city you're from, that so much gets lost in translation when you're speaking to somebody else because they might take something literally that you didn't mean literally. And the point of that that I'm bringing up they talk about a concept called a holy fool, which is basically somebody who's just incredibly skeptical of everything. And I think that's kind of prevalent in quarantine slash the COVID era right now, where pe- there are so many people who are super skeptical about any piece of news that comes out. And it and it's both ways, too, where it's like people think COVID is going to kill everybody instantly or it's like masks are stupid, which I think is craziness. Like, what's the big deal about wearing a piece of cloth, you know? Right. Yeah, no, you bring up a good point. I think like it's it's amazing that there are people out there who still doubt the science. But then again, it's like, I think I saw some, I was reading something and it said something along the lines of like, 
everything a researcher or a scientist puts out there is a theory and mm-hmm. they have to understand that like your theory can be proven wrong like a hundred percent like it can always be proven wrong but if it's like if there's science supporting that theory then you know it's it makes it a bit more valid and more viable than like someone who doesn't have any theories or any no habits. yeah for sure yeah. i think i i totally agree it's one of those things where that's the concept of science is that you can always be proven wrong right. but if you're not if 90 percent of your research like supports this theory then that's the best you can do anyways right so right. like if it, it happens to be that that 10 percent chance something crazy did happen and you were wrong like okay well 90 percent of my other research suggested that this would happen and it didn't so what what are you going to do like those are yeah. good odds all right you ready to start this game yeah let's uh <laughs> let's do it <laughs> now that we went on this crazy tangent yeah okay. about science it's a oh man it's a, it's, it's a it's rabbit an hole for sure yeah for sure I'm I'm glad you're not a flat earther though. Are you are you a flat earther? You know, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm not. But it's like I haven't. I have given it some thought, and I'm like, uh-huh. it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I. Yeah. The only thing about flat Earth that kind of gets me, and it's like people have ways to explain a lot of things when they're talk when they're flat Earth theorists, and I'm like, okay, I can understand why this is convincing because you know, you're on YouTube, you've done some form of research, you're showing videos or whatever. But right. to me, it's like, how how could anybody explain the fact that when you call an Asian country that's on the other side of the earth and it's dark there and it's 12 hour difference and then it's light where you in, in the US, like that's the simplest thing, right? If you just call somebody on the other side of the world, like it's, <laughs> it's simple. Yeah, people are ridiculous. I mean, but then again, like they'll come up with the most ridiculous way to explain it mm-hmm. and they will die on the hill for that yeah. simple explanation once people start bringing out like you know like lizard people and shit that's when i'm like okay we're done here <laughs> like right yeah i mean if you end up on that part of youtube man i'm telling you it's uh <laughs> it's, it's a dark place <laughs> it is it is all right let me explain this game there are three levels of questions the first level is surface level questions or rapid fire uh the next level is next level or more serious and the third level is the third level of real shit so how it breaks down usually is the surface level of rapid fire. I ask you a bunch of small questions and you just answer as quick as you can. Some people have taken their time on it. You know, it's not a hard and fast rule. And then after we go through all those rapid fire questions, I ask you if you want to clarify or answer one of those again, or just like explain a little bit better. Cause some of those answers might be a little bit weird when it's rapid fire. And then the next one is next level or more serious. Usually those are more personal questions, but, I don't know you very well, Eddie, and I honestly, I'm just going to get to know you as we go along here. So this is kind of a new experience. So some of those are kind of personal, I guess. Maybe. Who knows? We'll find out. And then the third (laughs) level is just, you know, where introspection and reflection usually happens pretty heavily. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. What are you currently binge watching? Oh, man. Food Wars. It's, It's got me hooked. What's a song that you hate that you love? Oh man, this is another. Uh, dang, this is a hard question. Dang, you know what? Uh, Baby by Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's a catchy song. It is a very catchy song. What's your current favorite snack? Dang, also another good one. Ooh, lightly salted wavy lace chips. It's very specific, but it's so good. We go to a boba tea shop. What What are you ordering? Yo, milk tea, fifty percent sugar. A little bit of boba. 
when are you the most comfortable? Dang. I'd say like, yo, in bed. Watch TikTok videos. That job got me hooked. What was your first job? Ooh, I worked at Hollister and Abercrombie and Fitch at the mall. What is your favorite useless skill? Oh, so this is like a God-given talent, but I am extremely good at directions. <laughs> What's your favorite compliment you've ever received? I'm good at directions. <laughs> <laughs> I we're we're not done with level one, but I feel like we have to talk about the fact because there's no video that like Eddie like paused and like his eyebrows like shot up and they're just like, oh yeah, like I'm good at directions. Like I just <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> what is your current phone background and what's the story oh like the lock screen or the, the other one uh generally people have been listing both so go ahead and tell me both if you're comfortable or just pick one of them yes oh so you can't even see it but so lock screen it's my girlfriend uh i took a picture of her at my friend's wedding uh i do photography as like a hobby and i mean i don't know i found this like a really cute picture of her I mean, um, that's nice. Yeah, Darlene. Do you know Darlene Tran? No. Nah, I, not at all. I barely know you. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's a small world. You'd be surprised. I mean, yeah, the Vietnamese community, there is, you know, there is overlap. So there's a chance that I know her, but probably not. Right. Uh, so that's my lock screen. And then the back screen is a picture I took a couple years back. I took this on my older iPhone, but take a... Uh, uh. It's a picture of the New Yorker building in New York. It's where I grew up. And uh, hopefully I end up back there sometime in the near future. That's it, dude. That's the end of level one. And congrats, honestly, on being the quickest to answer those. Because everybody else is really taking their time with their rapid fire answers. Oh, man. I, you don't even know. I panicked. I'm sweating. Like, that was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any of those answers you want to clarify or expand upon? Are there any answers that I should? Do you think I should expand? Uh, I do want to talk about how you paused to talk about your favorite snack, and then you were very specific, and you said fifty percent, like, is it fifty percent saltiness and light wavy chips or something? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes, uh, it's lightly salted chips. Well, so the thing is that, like, you know, it's I'm trying. To, I've been trying to eat healthy. Uh, uh -huh. I've been trying like new diets and stuff like that. So I'm trying to cut back on the junk food. So when you hit me with that, like, yo, I haven't had junk food in forever, dude. <laughs> um, but that's like a no brainer. If I'm in the grocery store and I see it like, yo, my girlfriend's going to have to fight me off those bag of chips. <laughs> I, it wasn't the choice so much. It was just how specific and how like passionate you were about these chips. And then the second afterward, I asked you about your boba shop order and you were just like, Milk tea, little boat, like 50%. Like, it was right. so, like... <laughs> so you have to pick and choose your battles, right? So like you yeah. do both. I got to have my boba. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's just like, that's me. I, I, I'll cut back on like the fats, the processed fats from snacks and like all that. Mm -hmm. But the boba, yo, you got to give me some of that milk tea. <laughs> and usually I, when I go to a new boba place, I try their just the black milk tea, like the OG, like milk teas of all milk teas. Just to like, I don't know. As a uh, consistency kind of thing. No, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Anytime I go to a new pho place, and I've been to pretty much every pho place in Northern Virginia, yeah, I always have to get the deck big because it's like you just. I think that's the baseline. Yes. For a lot of it, 
and it's just like okay i'm gonna get to try a bit of everything in their pho and then i get to know exactly what i want from that place pretty much yeah exactly what's your what's uh what's your favorite in northern virginia yeah there's a place called pho seven uh near tyson's and it's this really small place and to be honest i didn't think it would be very good but my brother and i for a while were purposely trying uh new pho places every week and this was a couple years ago yeah and this was the place that was the next on our list and we tried it and it it was so good i was really honestly super surprised at how good it was do you the broth is magic do you go consistently <laughs> no i i mean i work in tyson's but considering the fact that we're like in quarantine i haven't been there in a while so do you have a favorite pho place Pho 75 is pretty close to my house that place is pretty good um but i do work if we ever go back to the office, I work in Tyson, so I'm gonna have to check out Bus Seven. Oh yeah, I didn't know you work at Tyson. Man, learning everything new. We're gonna have to discuss that later. Yeah, we do. <laughs> are you Are you ready for level two? Next level yeah. or more serious? Yeah, hit me with it. You can take your time on these, so feel free. What What is a recent shower thought you've had? Recent shower thought? Are you familiar with that concept? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like those epiphanies you have in the shower, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I don't know if this this is not too big of an epiphany, but this was pretty recent. Uh, you know, have you just had a long day and you're too lazy to shower? But mm-hmm. I think the other day I was like, I can't go to shower, like, or I can't go to sleep, all smelly. So I jump in the shower, and as I'm in the shower, I'm like, dude, this is what I needed. Like, this is the best feeling ever. Just the hot water hitting you. It's just like it's just your time, your place, like. No one to bother you. It's. I think uh, people should take showers more often. <laughs> <laughs> so your shower thought is that the shower is sacred. It really is. I don't know what it is. Um, there was. I can't find the video, but there was a guy talking about how. I think the human mind has like different like phases of thought. Um. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, you ever like. When you sleep or when you've gone to sleep, like there's like a weird phase that your body goes from sleep to awakeness where like for a few minutes, you rem- you'll remember something random or you'll think of something like it's like genius. Like you're like, why couldn't I think of this earlier kind of thing? Mm-hmm. There's like that little they say that the only way to reach that is with sleep in, when you're in between sleeping phases or whatever or in a shower. I don't know. I did, I've never looked into it, and mind you, this is not scientifically proven or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what the guy said, and I kind of believe it because I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking, what you're referring to, at least, because it's a it's a similar concept to uh, flow state. If that, yes. if, yeah, where it's like you're doing something, but you're not. It's not something you have to think about, so your mind is free to wander, but you're like doing like showering. You don't have to think about showering. So when you're showering, you're just kind of going through the motions. You're cleaning yourself, but you don't have to think about showering. So your mind is free to wander. And so it's like the rest of you is relaxed. So then it's like, oh, let me think of this new genius idea. Like showers are sacred. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You ready for the next question? Yeah, let's go. Well, what is the name of this current chapter in your life? Oh, man, that's deep. Yeah, we try to do that on this podcast. I thought this was just level two. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I think, like, dang, I don't want to come up with some corny-ass name, too. Uh, 
we'll do a. Uh... Dang, this is about to be mad corny because this is all I can think of. Um, but we'll do building the future. Boom. That... You want to elaborate? Because I, it's a similar concept to what I, I mean. I understand why you're trying to avoid being corny, or quote unquote corny. But I think this is that time for everybody right now, and we've got a lot of really similar titles. Um. Okay. Well, so for I'm 28, uh, for the record. Um. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I I'm just not where I thought I'd be. Like when I was in high, starting high school, like I'd be like, yo, 28, kids, house, like my own house, like mm-hmm. every like you know stable job, and like be working out for management somewhere. You know, those are the things you have in mind when you're younger, but then reality hits you. And I don't know, for me, I didn't have many mentors growing up. So no one really like told me like, yo, this is how life actually works. I always had like, mm. like a thing where it's like, oh, if you do this, you will succeed. But not, it's never, it's never like that. Well, it's not always like that. I know some people, they're blessed, um, but like not everyone is fortunate enough to have an easygoing path. So for me, this is, I would say like this time in my life is where I'm, building for that stability that i uh i've always wanted i guess you could say yeah i i think that hits home with a lot of people because i i want to say that one people really underrate how important it is to just have a mentor of some kind absolutely and how a lot of people grow up thinking that you know a plus b equals c so that's the way the rest of life is but that's really not the way the rest of life is because a plus B and then you get shortchanged or you somebody else is having a bad day so they shit on you at work or whatever and it's like there's just so many unfair things that happen right and you're just like how do you navigate this stuff and a lot of that is just learning early that either it's not fair and you figure it out or somebody's there to mentor you and say like this is kind of how you deal with that situation when it happens and stuff like that right and I think like a bad a huge thing that I think a lot of people do is that they compare themselves to other people. And mm. that's that's hands down the worst thing you can do. I mean, I think everyone's dealt a different set of cards. And yeah. sometimes you just have to make do with what you have. I, I couldn't agree more. That's yeah. honestly why I got off of social media. Uh, this was probably like two or three years ago. And one of the quotes that I'd heard once that was like, comparison is the, is the thief of happiness or something like that. I was like, yes. oh, man, I'm feeling this too much right now. <laughs> You know, um, you know who said that, right? Uh, no, I don't know who said that. It's so I have a little note on my phone, and I does it give it. directions? No, it does <laughs> <Okay>. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's where I keep um where I keep a lot of quotes. Hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people. I mean, I keep a lot of quotes in there that mean a lot to me, and it helps me guide me in life. I think a lot of people sometimes lose touch with their values and morals. And I feel like these quote, quotes that I read that like recognize what resonates with me, yeah. I usually keep them. Hit me with some. I, you brought them out. Now we got to talk oh, about it. It wasn't okay. a question, but I guess count it as a question now. Give me like three. Uh, three. All right. So um, let's see. Have you ever seen Hunter x Hunter, the anime? I've seen episodes, but not. I, I can't say that I've seen all of them. All right, so I got a quote from that movie, and oh, right, from the anime. It's not, and it's not just. It doesn't have to be a quote that usually I like jot down anything that resonates with me. All right, so this one is: if you want to find out more about someone, find out what makes them angry. Mm. Yeah, 
And it says a lot about people. Here's another good one. Everybody isn't going to love you. Most people don't even love themselves. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. I have tons of them. All right. How about this? For the third one, give me a subject uh, and I'll give you a quote that's related to the subject. So, like, give me, some, give me like, something that someone might be going or through. Like, an example. Uh, I would say that a lot of people that are listening to this podcast that I know at least are dealing with quarantine because everybody's dealing with quarantine. But I think people are dealing with the fact that, you know, this is kind of a, a time for change for them. So if you have a quote that's based on like, or that talks about change or like going through something difficult and coming out the other side. So it's also interesting as a side note. So like, it's just one like giant note with a bunch of quotes on there. And it's over the years I've added them. So as I go down the, and up the, the thing, the note, mm-hmm. I can see uh, what part of my life that I wrote down these quotes. Oh, wow. So this is a long one, but okay. So, I mean, I hope you don't mind me reading this nah, one. Feel free. So <clears throat> stop looking for the right career and start looking for a job, any job. Forget about what you like. Focus on what's available. Get yourself hired, show up early, stay late, volunteer for the scut work, become indispensable. You can always quit later and be no worse off than you are today, but don't waste another year looking for a career that doesn't exist. And most of all, stop worrying about your happiness. Happiness doesn't come from a job. It comes from knowing what you truly value and behaving in a way that's consistent with those beliefs. Many people today resent the suggestion that they're in charge of the way they feel. Trust me, these people are mistaken. That was a big lesson from Dirty Jobs, and I learned it several hundred times before it stuck. What you do, who you're with, and how you feel about the world around you is completely up to you. That's good. Yeah. It's, uh, every, anytime I'm feeling a little down or I need some like guidance, I just, just hop in that note, the note app, and pull something out. That's nice. I I think for me recently, when I think of there are some quotes that I've always kind of resonated with, so I just keep them in my brain. Yeah. But a lot of them have recently been, you know, from Avatar: The Last Airbender, because everybody's either rewatching it or they're watching it for the first time because it's on Netflix now. There's just so many good ones in there, and I mean, they're predominantly from Iroh. Oh man, yeah, that man's full of wisdom. I'm actually subscribed on a subreddit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm subscribed on tons of subreddits, uh, and that's one of them, but. I always see a lot of good stuff from them, but yeah, yeah, that's a lot of good quotes from there too. One of one of my friends just watched it for the first time, and it was the so it was Sosin's comment that the last episode, the last group of episodes, yeah. And Iroh just says, you know, today destiny is our friend. I know it, and I'm just like, oh man, like that's that's badass. But it's also just so profound to just like have the confidence to say like, you know, this is it. Like we're gonna do this and everything's going to work and the universe is on our side. Yeah. Pretty much just spoke it into existence. I, uh, there it's called something. I can't think of it, but it's like when you believe in something, if you believe something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Manifestation. Yes. Whether it's good or bad. Oh man. That's, that's like sent me on a tangent in my brain that I'm going to need to tap back into <laughs> later, but we got to move on. We're, we're right. going on, we're going different places right now. Right. Right. Uh, what do you think photography can teach anyone? Ooh, let's go one. I think, it teaches people to live in the moment and you have to understand that these moments aren't ever going to happen again. So no matter what it is you're doing, live in the moment and appreciate it. Whether it's 
hanging out with your loved ones or doing something you love or be experiencing something new, like no matter what it is, soaking it, soak it in and appreciate it because nothing in life lasts forever. I love the idea, but why do you think photography teaches that? Well, so like as anyone, who, so anyone who does photography, you have to go through your pictures, right? And sometimes you look at the pictures like, damn, this is like, I, I don't know, maybe I had a setting off or something like that, or, you know, aperture's too low, like mm-hmm. the picture is completely wrong. But you yourself know that moment was like a once in a lifetime kind of moment that you missed. And I think that analogy can you can be used just throughout life. It's just like you miss so much. Last year, I had a friend of mine; uh, she passed away, oh, and man. just going through my pictures and trying to find pictures of her, I'm like, "Wow, these are literally all the pictures I'm ever gonna have of her." And so it teaches you a lot. I, that's how it was for me, at least. That's beautiful. I mean, I'm very sorry to hear about your friend, but the concept of what you're talking about. And I think that realization kind of comes to everybody at some point. Right. And it's it's really sad, but then you kind of realize there is beauty in that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would hope people or everyone ends up realizing this. Life is life. Why is your steam name beef noodles? Oh. <laughs> Alright, so so in high school I didn't have Honestly, growing up, up until college, in high school, middle school, like growing up, I never really had that many Asian friends. Mm. And I think, so in high school, my friends were predominantly white. And I had uh, one of my best friends in high school. His family pretty much treated me as their own because I never really, my mom was always working. My dad wasn't, my dad's just not in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. So I always spent time in the house. They pretty much adopted me like, not seriously, but kind of. I spent a lot of time at the house. They would always watch these clips of people prank calling other people. And I don't know if you've ever heard it, but there's this one guy who prank calls someone and he's speaking in a fake Asian accent. And they're like, Eddie, do it. Eddie, do it. And eventually I got a, I got pretty good at doing like a fake Asian, like fake Vietnamese accent. Mm, yeah. And beef noodle just happened to be the one thing that the guy kept yelling on a prank call. So, I mean, I, uh, so I played guitar. So I ended up writing a song with just beef noodle, it say, just me saying beef noodle in an Asian accent. And that's how, uh, that's how it came to be. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> just... Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit much, but that's, that's a too long, didn't read version of why I made beef noodles. Yeah, like I made a beef noodles the first thing I thought of because I wrote the song like a while back and. I think I think there's a good chance you're gonna have to be back on the podcast, Eddie, because there's there's just so much to unpack in that story. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bit much. My uh, I have a lot of stories to tell. I guess you could say. That's what the No Happiness podcast is about. So it's all good. What is something you're really into right now, and you think other people should know about? Um, stretching. Yo, people need to stretch more, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I 100% agree. I I have been stretching more recently because I hurt my back a couple weeks ago or a week ago or something like that. And I can't really, I couldn't really exercise or lift or anything. So I was just like, okay, so I might as well stretch. And I was like, oh, this feels great. Are you back lifting? Not hard yet. You know, I would say I just felt like 100% like a day or two ago. So I was just, I'm taking things easy right now just to see how things feel. Oh, for sure. Stretching is important uh, just because like, I've gotten ACL surgery and I've played a lot of sports growing up and you don't realize how much wear and tear 
your body takes until you start like not being able to like do things and you know it's it, the pains and stuff like that like back mm-hmm. pain and all that it's also interesting because i learned through physical therapy like let's just say your back hurts it's, it might be because your hamstrings are tight and your hamstrings mm-hmm. pull on your glutes and your glutes pull on your back next thing you know your neck hurts and because your back hurts you're walking weird so now your knee hurts and it's the human body it's a uh it's an interesting thing Oh, yeah. I, I remember when I first, like, learned that. And it was, like, lower back pain. And then it tells you to do, like, a hip stretch. And you're like, why would I stretch my hip? And Absolutely. then you stretch your hip. And then you stand up. And you're like, oh, my God, this is magic. Right. So <laughs> it's interesting. People don't know that. What's a sign that things are not going well for you? I think that's a very, that's a very open-ended question. And I don't it know is. how to approach this right now. But I will say, when I stay up late, that is a sign that I know things are not going well. Because, like, you mean, like, you can't sleep or you're purposely staying up late? So I'm purpose purposefully staying up late. And I think a lot of it is because I'm just so overwhelmed and so much anxiety during the day mm. that at night it's just like, all right, now it's just me time. I can do whatever I want, listen to music, play video games, just literally do nothing. And it's all in my hands. And there's no one to bother me. That's it, dude. That's the end of level two. Oh, man. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating even more. <laughs> Yeah, it's been really hot recently. Yeah, global warming. I believe it's a thing. A lot of people don't, but that's okay. It's not okay. <laughs> Climate change is 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 very real. It's not okay to say it's not, but I agree. <laughs> it's a different it's a different podcast. It's not a podcast about that, but right. it could be. <laughs> it's uh it's sad, but you're right. It's 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 a really real thing and not a lot of people believe it. All right, Eddie. You read re- Are you ready for the third level or the real shit? Yeah, let's do it. You don't sound so ready. You sounded like this was like a chore. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm all about it. It's just, you know, I haven't uh, had to think this hard in a while. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, pick a number between one and ten. Ooh, nine. Nine. What is the darkest timeline version of yourself? Ooh. Yo. All right. Dang, there's so many. Because it's like, have you ever seen Community? Yeah, that's where this question comes from. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, yeah, because like, it's like at any point in my life, it can branch off and go a different way. Mm-hmm. So I would say probably the darkest would have been if I didn't move out of New York City. Mm. Yeah. So growing up, I grew up in the projects in Harlem. Uh, I don't know if, how many people are familiar with that or I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Harlem's not necessarily a good neighborhood i think anytime somebody says they grew up in the projects it gives a good idea of what that's like yeah it was pretty bad i think the timeline i'm on right now it's a pretty good timeline i think i became a decent person or i like to believe um i think this is the best version of you there is eddie don't let anybody tell you otherwise look i don't know if the, the listeners can see but like i'm blushing i'm turning red you're, you're making me blush stop it um <laughs> no i mean i think like if i stayed in new york for sure um we moved because Things were getting dangerous. I mean, I was 13, 14 when we left, and I've already been in, like, tons of fights. I've been jumped. People were getting shot. I've been robbed, or I've gotten jumped for stuff. Like, people mm-hmm. trying to rob me. I mean, if we didn't leave, I don't know what would have happened. It's very tough to say. It's a lot of what-ifs, right? Yeah. Um, but I would say that'd be the darkest. That's, that's kind of a dark time. 
I didn't know you back then, obviously, but I think that's definitely a good kind of time to say, just because I think that happens for a lot of people when they're younger. Uh, pick a number between one and ten and scratch number nine. Eight. Eight. What fictional character had the largest impact on you? Uh, it's tough to say just because I wasn't really like into like reading or like movies or cartoons or anything growing up. Mm-hmm. Can, can I get a redo? Can I pick a different qu- number? No, nah, no, nah, this is it, Eddie. This is this is where it's at. All right. Um, biggest impact on my life. It's just the biggest impact on you. I mean, maybe something had, maybe some anime you've watched recently inspired you to cook or something. You know, you're watching Food Wars, you got inspired to cook. That's a big deal. Ooh, Tony Montana from Scarface. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this took uh, a turn. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, growing up, that was one of my favorite movies. That was fucking awesome. I would pick him because, I mean, he built his own empire. Like he did it. I mean, obviously the ending didn't work out too well for him. So I just don't. I, I just have to worry about not, you know, doing too much, too much drugs and, uh, you know. But, yeah, I think him because, I mean, he, he knew what he wanted. He worked hard for it. And there's a line from the movie. I'm typically bad at remembering quotes and lines from movies, which is why I also don't watch it because I can't remember. But one thing he said was, as a man, you have two things in life and you break them from no one. And it's your, your balls and your word. Mm. Those are two things that I try to hold up. It's a good quote. Thank you. I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember how he actually. I don't remember actually how he said it, but you get the idea. Yeah, I think definitely. It's always kind of weird when people say like, uh, "It's interesting," at least when they say that they love those kinds of characters because you know they meet their tragic end because they obviously did too much. You know, where Breaking Bad is another example of that, where Walt got pushed to the point and then. He obviously did something incredible, but at the same time, you realize he went down a dark spiral. Right. But it is always really interesting when you kind of observe those characters. No, absolutely. I agree. Pick a number through one and ten. Scratch eight and nine. Ooh, six. Six. It's a dear younger self. So if you were to say something to your younger self, what would you say? Oh, man. If I were to say something to my younger self, it would be don't stop doing what you love to do i think it's it'd be that or it'd be something along the lines of like just be yourself yeah mm. i like that one just be yourself it's a good one i mean it's a cliche for it's sure. extremely cliche oh man that's what i was just thinking <laughs> a lot of kids need that and i think I'm going to guess, and I, I, I don't know, again, I don't know you well enough to know this for sure, but I'm going to guess it has to do with growing up Asian and, you know, having to be the dutiful son. And I've mentioned this previously on the podcast where it's it's difficult because, you know, being the dutiful son is getting a good job, you know, being a doctor, engineer, lawyer, business person, so on and so forth, providing for your family. Yeah. And that might not necessarily have been what you wanted when you were a kid. And it kind of... It kind of pulls at you because you feel a little bit guilty for enjoying things that you like as a kid because, you know, it's not pushing you towards being a doctor and you're not studying or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think like for the Asian kids who are being pressured by the parents, which I think a lot of you guys are, do what you want to do. Don't listen to them. What you decide to do with your career is going to last with you forever. 
it's it's and you're gonna live an unfulfilled life if you don't do what you want to do if you don't be yourself it's good words if you're gonna pursue something that you love and you're gonna like if you're questioning whether or not it's stable enough yeah i would just say if if you can do it for a crazy amount of hours per day like if you can do it for like 12 hours a day and you don't hate it after that then that's just what you want to do like i to be honest like i there are things that i love and i couldn't do 12 hours a day you know what i mean right i think like it's something you truly love doing and you can do like forever stick with it i mean the people who i think there are people out there who make excuses for themselves and that's a whole different discussion but at mm-hmm. the end of the day do what you want to do all right eddie that's it man how does it feel to get to know a stranger Woo, I'm sorry. So what happens now is I should have explained this at the start, actually. I usually do, but I forgot, I guess. Uh, you get to ask me one of these questions. So one of the questions that I asked you, you can ask me. I can give you a recap if you need it, aside from why is my steam name Beef Noodles, because it's not. So Right. I don't think that would uh, that would apply to you. I'm trying to think. Oh, dark timeline for you. Uh, the dark timeline for me? I Okay, so I answered this on another podcast because somebody asked me this question. But since we've brought up community and, you know, we talked about like there are multiple dark timelines, I'm not going to use the same example that I used on a previous podcast. The current, like the one that I think about now, some kind of like, I don't know, like drug addict. Because <laughs> I I never really partook. I've never, smoked a, I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never tried any drugs or anything. And it's like one of those yeah. things where darkest timeline did. And, you know, he's shooting up in an alley somewhere, just <laughs> laying in a pile of trash, I guess. That's, that's that's an easy dark timeline one, honestly. The previous one I talked about is he just doesn't try. Because that's like something that I think I do now, which yeah. I didn't do previously in my life, which I learned to, you just have to try. Yeah. And that's that's a big part of everything is just trying. That's another one. So I'll probably get this question again, then I'll probably have to come up with a better answer. But so far, it's not it's a Brian who doesn't try and it's a Brian who's who shoots up trucks in an alley. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Well, not the, not the shooting up drugs part, but no, no drugs are bad. Well, yes. I think we, we're all drugs, clear on that part, Eddie. <laughs> drugs are bad. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I understand that there are drugs that people need and there are drugs that help calm people down. Like there's uses for marijuana and so on and so forth. It's just not something I partake in it. I think people can agree that there are drugs that are clearly worse for people and they should be stayed away from. Right. And how you feel about marijuana, for the most part, it's just, you know, as long as you're responsible and you do it at a certain age. Because I, I have people have talked about how it doesn't really affect your brain, but it affects your brain if you're younger than 18 or something is a study right. I read, I think. Yeah. Great matter. Yeah. So it's definitely a responsibility thing on that front yeah. are you ready for the real real last question though oh man yeah sure hit me with it let's go I'm ready so i saved this question for last because nobody ever listens to this podcast then goes on this podcast they only come on after they only listen after they've come on so nobody knows that they could ask me this question but i asked this question to everybody basically so what would you like your title to be eddie in terms of title i mean like you know in terms of history there was alexander the great on this TV show, Stranger Things, there was Will the Wise. On previous episodes of this podcast, there was Paul the Powerful. There was Aaron the Compassionate. You want to be Eddie the... Does that have to start with an E? No, you can be whatever you want. Oh, man. See, that's a... Paul, Paul's, such, Paul's such a good one. See, that's a thing. Oh, 
I can't. Yeah, he set an example. You know, he wants to be Paul the Power, and it's like it sounds good. <laughs> like I can't just be like, oh, Eddie the Egg Eater, because that's that's kind of lame, right? Eddie the Excellent. You know, Eddie the Extravagant. If you really wanted to, but it's more of a question of like, what do you want your title to be? Like, what do you want to be known for? Oh, I like to think I'm pretty wise. I know. I think someone stole it already. I did hear it, but I mean, I'll I'll, I'll roll with that. So you want to be Eddie the Wise? Ye- <laughs> we'll put Eddie of many wisdoms. There we go. You're making it a little bit complicated because everybody else has been named the something, and you want to be Eddie of. All right. I guess right. I can make that exception. I'm going to make that exception <laughs> for you, Eddie, yes. because thank you. This has obviously been a crazy episode. And I I don't think anybody who's listening to this podcast really understands that this is really the first time that this is somebody on the podcast who I honestly have no idea, have never really talked to before. Yeah. And you are literally a friend of a friend of a friend. There's that many dis- like uh, degrees of separation. But it was super cool to learn about you. We definitely have to talk more. I mean, outside uh, off off the air. But for sure, I... Uh... Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I know you gave a shout out to your girlfriend earlier, but if you want to plug anything, I give people that opportunity too. But generally, you know, we're just regular people. So, oh, yo, everyone, eat more vegetables for real. <laughs> yo, like I, I saw this, I saw this documentary called Game Changers, and yeah. I think forty, almost fifty percent of it is bullshit. But there is some truth to it. You just have to do your research. I think people mm-hmm. should eat more vegetables for sure. Yeah, I ate vegan for a month after watching that to try it out. And I've, I've got many questionable things about that. But anyways, there's definitely some benefits, though. There are definitely a lot of benefits. To we have vegan. to talk about this. Yes. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll take this off. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> so if this brought any value or if you enjoyed it or if you have any questions or concerns, anything like that, you can email nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to email questions to ask me and somebody else, I'd actually really like that because I want to do a question and answer episode audience. So that'd be cool. So if you send in questions to nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com, it would be really fun to answer a bunch of different questions or even give advice if you have any of those kinds of questions. Uh, aside from that, you can listen on Spotify and Anchor. And uh, okay, bye. <laughs>